That's a dumb language, honestly. Dude, for real. Quoting movies. It's, it's, it's just, honestly, if you don't have that talent, we can't be friends, though, because too much of what I say is movie quotes. Or Vine. Vine, dude. God, I miss Vine. Rest in peace, Vine. There's a lot I would do for the Vine right now. I'm a chicken nugget. What would you do for the Vine? More than anyone would do for a Klondike bar, I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that, that first part may be edited out, but this is episode three of Alcoholics third episode you know being published you know we're legit you know we started from nothing start from the bottom now we're here like shout out drake drake would come in sponsored this. by ovo <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by the number three i love how the other two had a name and this one just episode three the third one <laughs> the third one. Oh shit we should probably call it something no I'd, i like the third one i think it's more we'll, on brand. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with it later well, so I put uh, episode three hot takes, but I don't know if you have any hot takes. Damn, honestly, week. we should just call this one uh, "Through the Pain" because it's all about injury, really. Oh shit! Okay, okay. Maybe, maybe, yeah. That's dude. For, that's no, yesterday for was future Kobe. me to figure yesterday out. Yesterday was Kobe Day. Fuck all that. We'll call all of our things Mamba mentality, bro. So I actually had a Mamba mentality sandwich yesterday. Uh, shout out Ike's locally. Oh, um, dude, Ike's loving sandwiches. Ike's loving sandwiches. By Torchies. It's, it's, it's a little pricey, you know, for a sandwich. But I, I really think you're getting uh, a fantastic sandwich. You know, this post is sponsored by. <laughs> bro, sponsor us, honestly. Uh, but the Mamba mentality uh, sandwich was that was good. It was uh, vegan turkey, um, purple coleslaw with like mustard. Uh, on a Dutch bread sandwich, it was it was ten out of ten. Great. That sounds pretty fire. Goat. Did they have any goat in there? <laughs> <laughs> there was no goat. No, it was made. I think it was monkey meat. Yeah. Worth it. Probably not. They snakes in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, guys. Um. So on this episode today, I know we'd be talking about sports injuries because we. I know everybody and the mother did see that Luca play from the other night. Uh, we'll be talking about top fives. We have some funny segments for you guys and just talk about basketball in general and maybe a little football if we get to it. So I want to go ahead and go into my top fives if it's all right with you guys. Go for it. You know, going right into the news, going to, going right into the chunk of things. So number one, we have Donovan Mitchell, bubble MVP, question mark. So I know he has 250 pieces. I know this while we are recording uh, the score, I, I think Denver is up too. So just give me your take on that because that's been all over Twitter recently dude honestly i i think he should have been in the conversation for bubble mvp like when the voting came around i think he didn't have the same story everybody else did like utah's place was kind of already set so donovan mitchell going off really didn't like surprise or like shock the world but he's been awesome and now like that the playoffs have actually started he's been i mean besides that first game where you know portland went off he's been superior to Damian Lillard and Devin Booker's not even there so I mean and obviously the Pacers got swept so really like Donovan Mitchell like 
just balling. The Sixers got swept as well. That's that's pretty big. There's three sweeps. Three will, sweeps. Yeah. 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 All in the East. That's insane. That Jazz 3-1 lead, though, like against the third seed in the West, like what the hell is going on there? Like It's a never-ending cycle for Denver. Uh, the Jazz just really stepped up their offense, but nobody like talks about their defense. Um, so good. Their defense is incredible. On the perimeter, they can't even get a shot off. It's, it's just all Jokic, and then Jamal Murray has to have a fantastic game. 51 in order, points. Yeah, in order for them to even have a chance. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you just watch them play, like you don't even need to be a basketball expert. Just watch them play for like five minutes, and you'll see the speed at which they rotate. Like they switch off screens, but it's immediately like no – you like they just make every shot a contested one is a thing, and that – does so much for basketball. Like, open shots in the NBA are so high percentage that if you just put a hand in their face, it, like, significantly helps. And they always get a hand in their face. And Utah is just, I guess, because of where they're at. No one likes Mormons. Something to prove. <laughs> you know, like, they're, they're, even their teen name's boring Not mama mentality, Mormon mentality. Mormon, Mormon mentality. mentality, yeah, dude. They have too many wives and not enough basketball players that are good, but <laughs> Utah's been super cool to watch. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Mitchell quoted... Um, I want this shit after he did a step back three uh, from Luca Range, might I add. Uh, the left wing three has been the hottest position, like, spot on the court. Braun hit one from there last night. Luca, obviously. Luca hit the game winner, buzzer beater. We'll talk about that in a second. And then uh, Donovan Mitchell was just fire from, from that area, so... I don't know what it is about that spot, but uh, there might be magnetism or some shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like It may be the flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Donovan Mitchell's been awesome. Jamal Murray's been great. But honestly, like if you include the preseason bubble or the regular season bubble to the postseason bubble, um, if you just add up all the stats, he's been the best player, the most consistent. Oh, yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. Donovan Mitchell looks – I mean, uh, Damian Lillard looks tired. Dude, I mean... He looks tired. He's been playing hella basketball, but he yeah, looks tired. Playing hella basketball. Uh, his injuries, um, he has a dislocated finger that he is uh, trying to nurse back. It's not his shooting hand, but still. Um, his ankle that he twisted mid-game, and then his knee. So uh, he injured his knee into a hop step that looked just like Derrick Rose. And I don't think it's a serious, but like... Almost mirror mirror images of like what That's it looked rough. like. It was crazy. That's super rough. I do want to get back onto schedule real quick, and we can come back to this because we have a segment on injuries go for uh, it. in the NBA and how they relate to us. Funny enough, um, but I do want to go on to our number two of the week uh, of my of my week was Bayern Munich wins the Champions League one zero against PSG. It was a well fought game, you know. Bayern Munich was the only team in the Champions League to go undefeated that whole season, which I find pretty phenomenal. And it's funny that Robert uh, Lewandowski, whatever his name is, like the Polish freak, he uh, like he was 30 when the Champions League of this season started, and he's 32 when it ended, which I find crazy. But um, like I know Bayern scored on the 58th minute, if I'm not mistaken, you know, just securing the third trophy in a year, the big three as they call it. So is that like a run for dominance, like? No, that, that, that shows the transition is over. Like, now that Messi is asking to leave Barca oh. and Ronaldo's obviously, you know, not with Real Madrid anymore and Byron's just been a powerhouse. And, you know, you mentioned PSG, who they played. Like, it shows that, you know, that 
those Spanish player eras are over and it's coming into PSG and Byron are the new top oh, dogs. The you French know? and the Germans, like start of World War One, start of World War Two, honestly. Yeah, so. dude. It's all the it's all the access powers. They're just so good at sports nowadays. I don't know. <laughs> but I do find it crazy because, uh, like, on the national teams for Germany and France, there's like a combined like eleven to twelve players on PSG and FC Bayern, which is pretty phenomenal. Like, you know, it's it's a new era as as Dylan was saying. So that that is my number two, and I I put it as number two because I stated in a previous podcast it's one of my favorite teams. So mm. let's go Bayern. Well, going with number three. A more serious topic, a more, I will say, relevant topic, topic to us in America is Earl Thomas' free agency from Baltimore. So can someone please explain the story or the timeline so, for me? So what I've heard and what the rumor is is that Earl Thomas never wanted to be um, in the Ravens. Um, he was very famous, said, like, I want to go to the Cowboys. Jerry Jones, come get me. Mm-hmm. So he was never happy Damn. there. He surprised the world. He signs this four-year contract that's huge. Um yeah, and he just wasn't happy in Ravens. So the story behind Earl Thomas and the Cowboys is he, whenever he was playing with the Seahawks, he and Pete Carroll had butted heads several times. Um, whenever he tore up his knee, he literally flipped him off on the cart, carting, like getting carted off after his injury. He, he was flipping off Pete Carroll. I think coach. someone's uh, wire is uh, like rubbing. That would possibly, possibly be me. Um, and then later... In the season, um, he, after a pivotal game that the Seahawks won, he went to the Cowboys locker room and was like, come get me. Holy fuck. Even the, even after they won, you know. Um, so may, I, I think the Cowboys would be lucky to grab him here because he's still in his prime, despite like all four the lo- years, though. I mean, what's his contract? Like? He, it was four years of the Ravens. Yeah. He only played one, you know. Got he had three left. He got cut. Uh, that, that's the crazy part. He was such a problem in that locker room. He was released. They didn't trade him. Money. They didn't. They they cut him. And he had so much guaranteed money that they're losing out a lot on this. Obviously, it's gonna put a dent in their salary cap for a while. Um, part of me thinks it's intentional. Yeah. He's he literally said right after I want to be a cowboy. Like yeah. he told the Cowboys again to come get him. Mike McCarthy said he's not a fan of it, but Jerry Jones, after hearing a rumor that the Cowboys had no intentions, Jerry Jones says, so no one true. knows anything right. but me. This right. is my decision, and I will tell you what's going to happen, but you'll have to find out. Holy fuck. The, the owner and the GM, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so possibly go to the Cowboys, the 49ers, or the Texans are the top prospects for Earl Thomas. He got in a fight. Can you imagine? Like He got an actual fist fight with his teammates so often they cut him like, being as good as he is, like it had to yeah. be some serious locker room. Probably. Damn, just toxicity. Well, speaking of Dallas and going to number four on my top fives, I do want to shout out uh, Dones' hometown of the Dirty D. The Dallas oh, yeah. Stars are in the second round of the of the playoffs, the NHL playoffs for the Stanley Cup. Uh, it's the first time in about ten years. I know they play in the Colorado Avalanche, and I know that I don't know much about hockey, but I know these two teams they are on a path to destroy each other. So we'll see right. if this go to, goes to seven. Like, I know both are pretty damn powerful offense, offenses. So, if Don, you want to talk about that more? Yeah, yeah. Just shout them out, honestly. Um, so, I've been watching uh, the Dallas Stars for a while now uh, since Mike Madonna in the first champ or the first chip. I forgot about that, dude. Um, that, that shit was sick. Um, but Dallas Stars this year. So, in the playoffs, we beat uh, Calgary. In order to move on and match up with the Avalanche, um, so yesterday we beat them five three. 
Oh, and the Avalanche. Yeah, we beat. Uh, we lead the Avalanche in the series 2-0. It's looking pretty. Oh it's, shit! It's looking pretty solid for us. And then uh, momentum. We, we go on to either play the Golden Knights or the Vancouver Canucks. Ooh, I hope. Shout it's out Golden Knights though. Their second I'm season. Such a fan, bro. Yeah. Such a fan of the Golden Knights. Their second season in the NHL. Yeah. Their stadium looks like a fucking alien spaceship yeah. flew down it's in, in Vegas. Las Vegas. It's in Vegas. It looks crazy. But um, go stars though, obviously. Yeah, no, go stars, go stars. So that's for the conference, conference, conference finals. Excuse me. And so if we beat. Uh, either one of those teams in the conference finals, we will either go on to face the Philly Flyers or the New York Islanders. Ooh. They're looking pretty good this year, honestly. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning is a surprise this year. And then the Boston Bruins as well. Not a surprise. Yeah. Bruins and Islanders are up 1-0 one, uh, one on the counterparts. Series, in their series, yes. Damn. Well, we'll see how that goes. We may have to have like a little hockey watch party Hell or yeah. something. Trailer Hell Park yeah. Boys style, you know. Those boys up north do love their hockey, so Hell we'll yeah. see how that goes. Well, I do want to go into our last subject. Go for it. Um, of our top fives. I know Dylan and I were talking about this yesterday. Uh, that, so I do want to talk about sweeps. So get your brooms out, boys. Do a little sweep, sweeping around the bubble. Funny enough, um, the bubble audience brought out their brooms. <laughs> How disrespectful is that? If I was an NBA player and I just looked up at the Turn board. Turn that shit off. Oh, my goodness. How humiliating I do, is that? I do want to say, I know Dylan mentioned it uh, in, in the early part of the episode. These were all teams in the East. So we got the 76ers who got swept by the Celtics. The Pacers getting swelt, swept by the Heat, which I hated to see. Uh, and the Nets, obviously, you know, the bubble Nets being swept by Toronto. I think Toronto is getting a uh, – uh, Kyle Lowry has an x-ray on his foot yeah. coming up pretty soon. But just the sweep city, none in the West. But, don't if you want to talk about it more. So, I think that really speaks on the uh, power gap level that there is Definitely. just in the East. Because Toronto – Milwaukee and the Celtics are on a completely different level than anybody else in the East, and I think the playoffs just showed that. Absolutely. Look at the difference. What it, it really talks about how competitive the West is. Like yeah. there's that bubble play-in in the yeah. West, which you know went between four teams. It literally came down to the last day when we found out which two of the four teams were going to make it. And even after that, you know, look at the top teams in the West right now. Um, none of them swept. The Lakers lost their first game to the tenth, the ninth, the eighth seed. Sorry, they were actually the ninth, but ended up beating the eighth seed. So they lost their first game. I mean, they lose their first game to the bottom seed in the That's playoffs. Right. Yeah. And then you look at the Clippers, who are playing the seventh seed, which is technically the second worst record in the West. Yeah. And it's two two. It's yeah. even. And it, you know, it does. I, I don't know where it's gonna go. They I had no heart. With you. The Clippers had no yeah. heart in the last game. I, I, I got to be honest with you. It just shows that the West is so competitive right now. You know, you have the Rockets who are 2-2. Two, two. Mm-hmm. That's rough. You Should have, be 3-1. You have the, on, the only team that's, you know, really dominating is Utah is dominating Denver. But Denver Oof. looks like they're about to pull off the win, so it's going to go 3-2. Right. It, it just It's very telling that the West is where the competition at and the East is kind of not, you know. And it's kind of what we've heard over the last year over and over, over and over and over again that the East has one team and... That's about it. Yeah. Although yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks did lose to Orlando. I have no idea how that <laughs> happened. True. Well, True. I, I will say, like, I know, um, like, I didn't, I really didn't think Ben Simmons would play, like, such a major factor in, in the sweeping of uh, the Sixers. And so I know the Sixers had the best home court in uh, the NBA. 
and they were at the bubble court and they got swept, you know. So like obviously home court has to play, you know, to an advantage. They said I know some critics have, have said, you know, this court, this bubble court, it makes it it makes it neutral. I feel like it gets in their heads more. Definitely. That's a good point. Being home, having those games where you're supposed to win. Supposed to win. Having your fans, you know, having your area, like being comforted, being in your own bed. Like these guys have been away from their families. These Mm -hmm. guys have been isolated with nothing but basketball 24-7 for months now. They're probably tired of living this way. Like tired of being away from their friends and family for sure. It's not even just the physical stress of the game. It's the mental stress of one, you're in the playoffs, which is elimination games. Two, they get almost no time off between games. They have no time. Like, like two days. Usually they're supposed to be two days before it. Now it's only one. They play right. every other day at this point. And with that going on, you know, they don't have the same time to rest their bodies, to rest yeah. their minds, to study what they did wrong. They literally have to go shoot around the next day, rest, and then hope that they fed up, got somehow enough rest, but also watched enough film. It's, it's too difficult right now yeah. for them. Yeah, and it looks like, for Portland at least, like, the fire just isn't there anymore. Like, they... They rode the wagon till the wheels fell off, and like they're just, it's it's pretty much over for them because I don't think Dame's playing in their game tomorrow. Oh no shit. Um, no, I, I I don't think so. He sprained his knee, or at least that's what they're calling it for right now until they do like more X-rays. But I mean, you think Nurkic is gonna pull it out against LeBron and AD? I don't think so. Yeah, Nurkic was struggling yesterday as well. So, you know, just with, with all that, talking about the sweeps in the East, it shows yeah. that power gap. Injuries obviously have a lot to do about it. And just with the way things are set up in the East right now, like you, like you said, there's a power vacuum. You get me, like, Orlando is not a team that really – even the Pacers aren't very good. Orlando's not very good. Even the Heat, who swept the Pacers, don't look very competitive to me right, compared to right. these other teams. Um, Philly – got destroyed, a team that we always have high hopes for. It just gets destroyed by Boston. Mm-hmm. Al, Horf- Al Horford experiment. Yeah. Right. Philly looked terrible. Boston just destroyed them. And that's because if you looked at the regular season, Boston didn't look great either. And in the bubble, they haven't looked all that great. I mean, obviously, right now, they look amazing because yeah. they, they swept. solid. But it, they, it didn't impress me as much as I just felt bad for Philly. Yeah. Boston reminds me of Dallas a little bit. Um, Jason Tatum being Luka, that focal point power of just an offensive head. Um, but I think they disperse their uh, offense well enough to where I think they would be able to take on like a Raptors or a Milwaukee Ooh, possibly. Is. Like Super well coached. Yeah. yeah. Super well coached yeah. team. Good coaching solves Brad a lot Stevens of issues. Brad Stevens is a genius. Um, he was one of my votes for coach of the year. Um, although shout out Nick Nurse, yeah, Nick Nurse completely uh, deserves it as well. Um, with that Raptors team without Kawhi, almost beating their record from last year, that's phenomenal. Um, Before we get into injury, just quick shout out Giannis, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I what saw an animal! Going to go that. down as one of those few dudes with a Finals MVP, maybe one day. Yeah, an MVP and a Defensive Player of the Year. So How crazy! Super dope. Super dope. Yeah, but you know, like we're talking about injury. That's the main theme of these episodes. There's mental injury. You know, it doesn't seem like it, but you being stressed out, like like we're talking about back to Portland, really, they had basically the last 10 games before the playoffs started were all playoff games for them. I mean, the last yeah. eight. Damn. Those eight games in the bubble were do or die, just as playoff intensity. And playing that often, that intense for this long, while right. the Lakers have kind of been able to rest on the fact that they're the one seed, 
I just didn't think they had a chance, to be honest. When they won that first game, you know, I think a lot of people were so shocked that a lot of weird – people said that they were going to sweep after they won that first game. Right. Ridiculous. Like, it was never going to happen. Portland ha- wasn't good all year. Like, they haven't been. Um, They're, like, fucking 10th seed or something. Yeah. It's but like injury, injury. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like gambling. As soon as you get a hot hand, you know, eventually your streak's going to end. And I think it just – it just ended right on that first game, and they really gave everything they had to beat the Lakers. And you know, he just got hurt. He just got hurt. Any athlete can tell you when you're playing super hot, especially in a game like basketball, where heat, like momentum and like being on, you know, heat check is so important. Um, I, I, if you look at the shots Damian Lillard's been taking, you can tell he's riding that confidence that he used to have. But oh yeah. Oh, now yeah. it's starting to mentally affect him. You're starting oh, yeah. to he's not as aggressive anymore because. The last three games, he looked exhausted. He looked like he was throwing up random shots and hoping it made a cool highlight more than he was he, shooting the high percentage look. And, I mean, at one point that was working, but now that it's not, like, he has to go back to normal Dan Lillard. He's not He's yeah. not Steph Curry. I'm sorry. And speaking of just throwing it up and it going in, LeBron last night oh my God. was oh. phenomenal. Um, I He credits Kobe. Um, that could be because 24-8, to 8, uh, in the first quarter, that was pretty cool to see. I don't know if anybody else saw that. Oh yeah, I did. Um, yeah, we sh- man. We should probably move on to the first segment on injury. Um, actually, I think the first segment was about Luka Doncic. Luka, actually. yeah. Uh, so I got this. Um, so me and Ethan, uh, Sam, and Riley were all at the lake. Uh, Jack as well. Shout out Jack. He was the one who was actually streaming it on his phone. Um, and shout out Jack for that intro. It's coming through. For real, for real, yeah. Uh, huge shout out for Jack. Um, he did the Stay at Home Dads productions. Go listen to Stay at Home Dads. Uh, he did their intro and he did our intro as well. Um, big fan. Anyway, so Luca, uh, his buzzer beater uh, on the Clippers two nights ago. Um, he did it on a bum ankle. Um, he. He had, like, a rough start, honestly. He had a rough start, like, shooting-wise. Um, so he just had to dish it out. He had 17 rebounds, 13 assists, and 43 points. Jesus. On a bum ankle without Porzingis. Um, I saw the fourth quarter. That's Mambo mentality. He was playing out of his body, out of his mind. I like. He wanted that dub. He he wanted he wanted it bad. Um, one of the assistants on the Mavs um, was talking to Rick Carlisle during the game, and he said, "I wasn't even sure if I was going to put Luca back in whenever we were down 21 points. No Porzingis. Luca was rough at the beginning, like start of it, but as soon as he put him back in, he just started going off in the third, and then he just took over in the fourth, and he hit that game winner on uh, uh, Reggie Jackson. Yeah." Um, you know, that like just mama mentality. I know that uh, Kobe's daughter, her favorite player was Luca, so he obviously, you know, had a big connection to Kobe like that. And he yeah. was also, you know, like every basketball player, a huge Kobe fan, just balled out. You know, like, yeah. it, it reminds me a lot of how Kobe, you know, you've seen the video him tearing his Achilles, finishing his free throws, walking off the court. Mm-hmm. That was Luca. Like, the, the, the yeah. Mavs shouldn't be competing against the Clippers right now. The Clippers are the team I still, to this day, don't care how they're doing against the Mavs, are, I think are going to win the championship. I think they have the best odds. And, like, this is just super – and it, it proves what the doubt about Luka was. Yeah. Is it he's a good player, but can he be a superstar? Can he lead a team to a championship? And he's leading a very 
not good team against a very good team, and he's doing it just lights out. Youngest player in the NBA 40 with a forty points. point triple double in I think ever, and then forty point triple double in the playoffs. Um, fucking animal. Yeah. Um. So the stats uh don't speak enough about how important that shot was. So Porzingis fouled out in the first game. Was it the first game? Yeah. Yeah. First game. Um, it was bullshit, basically. I don't know if uh, y'all should go back and l- look it up on YouTube. Basically, the ref ejected him for basically nothing. Um, he pushed back a little bit. You know, the NBA refs are so soft, especially in the bubble right now. I don't know, like, if that's just me. They're meh. But it's it's crazy. That was his first career ejection, and it was in a playoffs and a pivotal game that we should have had. Period. Definitely. Period. So so we're down one, right? Luke and Porzingis come back, tie it up 1-1, right? Um, now it's 2-1, and that's where Luka hits that that game winner, right? So it either goes 3-1 if he misses or 2-2, and we still have a chance to you know swing back. For sure, huge shot. And Luka's a great player, not a great three-point shooter, so yeah. that, that was just Mamba clutch, you know, just Mamba yeah. clutch. So statistically in the fourth quarter, his percentages dip down quite a bit unless it's a game-winning shot. So he definitely has that clutch gene. I will say, like, I wrote my notes. I was talking about uh, Luca's play style, and it kind of – I've seen some critics compare him to, like, a Magic and Larry Bird-esque kind of guy. You yeah, know? that's very well put. He's a hybrid. He's a hybrid yeah. of both of them. He's, like, has the athleticism – it's, and everyone likes to use the word sneaky athletic, but if you look yeah. at the way he plays basketball, they can't stay in front of him. Right. I, I like even if he had, he doesn't have an amazing, he doesn't have a Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry handle. Like the way they can't stay in front of him is very Magic Johnson, just a little too fast, a little too skilled. And then you know he pulls out the Larry Bird. He has every bag of tricks. He can score under the basket in the post. He can, you know, hit the fader. He has the step back, the jump shot. You know, he just, he can score almost anything. He literally does whatever he wants on the court is what I'm trying to say. And he does it while being considered a player that's not the most athletic, you know, so just. And he got the double bang too. And he he just comes in so young, you know. Yeah, the the double bang is probably the the highest award you can get. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, Mike Breen. Mike Breen double bang. Yeah. I will, so speaking of injuries, I did also have my notes. That's something I know. We we're looking forward to talking about uh, comparing how Luca played uh, through, you know, his injury to times uh, we had an injury and played through it. You know, does someone have a story that comes to mind? You know, you you going out one night and you get an injury, you can't go to the square anymore, but you play through it. You know, have the time of your life, get MVP of the night. You know, I actually it, it reminds me of a time. Um, everyone, all my friends, we had rented this Airbnb for a weekend. We we're out in Austin, gonna go to Rainy Street. Had an amazing time. Um, I get in a car accident on the way to my Airbnb. I screw up my back. Jesus. (laughs) Excuse me. I screw up my back. I can barely walk. I'm like, have to like go to a telemed thing and get prescribed these like hardcore painkillers. Dude, and we were going to rainy that night. I did not let it stop me. We got plastered. (laughs) The painkillers just helped me get drunker faster. You know, like at one point I was in so much pain that when they laid me down for the night, I couldn't tell if I had drunk spins or like my body just couldn't take it anymore. Oh God, what a night we got. I remember the scariest part of it. We were, we were line biking back from Rainy Street to Austin and my friend's like, Hey, I'm from Austin. We'll take this shortcut. So we start following him. Three miles away. 
three miles away, we line bike, and we get on to the fucking highway and a line bike that doesn't go over 10 miles an hour. <laughs> we get onto the With feeder. With no lights at three in the morning. <laughs> we get onto the feeder, and we get onto the freaking right lane of I-35. It was it was insane. I was in pain. I'm standing on this thin line bike. I'm literally if I if I fall, I'm gonna crash into a car and die. I have no idea why I went out, but all I heard was the eye of the tiger in the back of my head. It's the eye of the tiger. I, like, I just thought what, I just wanted to know what Kobe would have done in that situation, and I played through it, bro. I walked yeah. off the court with my Achilles. Hurt, I, you know? I can't he get over. He would have shot that motherfucking ball. I can't, I can't get over how there are no like like. There were no cars that night. It was literally like we were destined to make it home safe. I thirty five, one of the worst traffic, like most trafficked areas no in Texas, cap. in the middle of Austin, Texas. There were right no cars. After the, all the bars closed, yeah. there were no cars. There was somebody watching over y'all. It Kobe was Kobe. Wasn't even dead yet, yeah, but he did it for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dylan, do you have a do you have a story of an injury you play through? Maybe you know, maybe going too hard. Maybe so. Uh, I had a bum ankle and I had a boot on. Um, but, uh, I still managed to get on a bus and go to 6th street whenever I was 21. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was fun. Um, honestly, my ankle stopped hurting, uh, about seven shots. Yeah. Three. About, about honestly about three, you Holy know, like fuck. we started off t- with tequila. So that always makes me a little, uh, a little numb, a, li- a little crazy. You know, the, the, one of the, my favorite things about NBA athletes and just athletes in general is their ability to play through intense pain because this means so much to them. You know, they want it so badly. Michael Jordan with his flu game where he's basically dying. You have Kobe with his Achilles, D-Rose, injury, 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 still coming back. Yeah. And they all make these great stories, but there's not enough respect out there for people who can put themselves in pain and go have fun doing shit. Like, no, exactly. That shit is terrible. Like, it, it, like, yeah, it sounds irresponsible, but you know what? I'm going to be hurt tomorrow anyways. I'm not going to be having this much fun. You know, like, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, the morning after, my my ankle was super swollen. and so I had a baseball. A very, very bad hangover. It was the same ankle as Luca, by the way. Uh, Serendipity. Uh, coincidence? <laughs> I think not. Um, so uh, what else do you have on your list there, Ethan? So this this list right here, uh, speaking of injuries, actually, okay, uh, and I know our devastating injuries, um, I do want to go into uh, sports figures in history that have had like you know super random injuries that you know didn't let them play. So I do have two pitchers, mm. and then I have one basketball player on my list. Right, so we're gonna go into the first pitcher, John Smoltz, John S M U L T Z. Uh, so he was a pitcher. I forget in what era. I think he played either for the Pittsburgh Pirates or the Atlanta Braves. He played for the Atlanta Braves in the early 2000s. Perfect, perfect. Uh, so listen to this. John Smoltz one night after a game, he was ironing his shirt. And while <laughs> he was ironing his shirt while it was on his body. Like, I don't know why he'd take it off, John. Like, what are you on? Like, opioids? And burned, <laughs> and burned himself too severely to play. Oh, I do have in quotations. He was an Atlanta Braves pitcher. So why the hell, like, this injury? Do you, do you like, think it took him a second to figure out that it was burning himself, or like, was he just like, oh, this looks all right. This, this seems like a good idea. Like, this is why we need to stop passing our athletes along in high school, guys, because that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Imagine calling coach, and be like, hey, 
I can't play tonight. I know you're paying me millions of dollars for this, but I was wearing a shirt and said, fuck it. I ironed it. Like, while I was wearing it, that's how I knew it was going to get the creases out <laughs> if I pressed it against my body. <laughs> like, well, I, I'm just trying to think of the gap in life. Like, It'll how do you show four. up? Dude, what do you tell the doctor? How did you get these burns? <laughs> I would rat, like, I would think of a million excuses before. I would right. tell people I cheated on my wife and she burned me before I told them I was wearing this shirt and just put a hot iron on well, myself. Well, okay, so... Speaking of wives and speaking of uh, pitchers and injuries, to Roderick Craig of the of the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, he actually cut his hand adjusting his wife's bra. I, I'm pretty sure he was out about uh, a week's worth of games, but was what's the excuse for that? I feel like he was doing something more malicious, Smooth, in my opinion. Roger. Smooth. You think he'd be skilled at this point? You know, you think he'd have some kind of finesse. It's his wife, for God's sake. Like how <laughs> how rarely did they have sex that he was so excited he cut himself on plastic? Like he just like he got a paper cut. Like he was so excited, never seen boobs before. Like what was going on? Like I think there is metal wiring in the bras, but I don't know. Like he how, must have not been you, taking it yeah, off. He must have been ripping that shit off. Women listeners, please let us know. So how that's even possible. Woman, your man doesn't love you enough if he's not literally cutting himself to fucking open your bra. Like, <laughs> he's not interested in you, and that's not the case. So I did write if it if it was his pitching hand, but I'll be damned if it was. Like that would be the like icing on the cake. <laughs> like that's a little rough, in my opinion. How do you just slice your hand open on a bra? That just doesn't compute in my head. I, like, I'm really trying to think of the logistics of it, and in my head, I think he's a... never seen boobs before. <laughs> so it's just like. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of that you had to do that that quick. Roger Craig, we love you. We're sorry. Do you, you think he just like couldn't get it open and at one point we just yanked me at it and fucking at? Like what a mood killer. Like one, it's always hard to not be able to unclip the bra like smoothly. It's a whole other thing to cut your hand open and have I mean, to tell him like we can't have sex right now. I just lost my job. There's <laughs> that bonus. <laughs> well speaking yeah. of Speaking of sexual intercourse, Stone, did you, did you want to say one more thing? Oh, no, no, no. You got it. So speaking of sexual intercourse and injuries, I did want to do number three. should have been number one, our basketball player. I hope you guys listening already know who I'm talking about. Magic Johnson had... <laughs> <laughs> Magic Johnson had unprotected sexual intercourse and got HIV. But we all know from that South Park episode, money is the best cure. So, you know... He still looks great, man. He does. He does. He still looks great. Talk about having fucking game. Like, that's the exact opposite of the last injury we just talked about. Magic Johnson can open a million bras at once. He just can't donate blood. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'd hate to be a mosquito around Magic Johnson. Bro, imagine being at a barbecue with Magic Johnson. There's mosquitoes everywhere, bro. Like, my God. Looking around, like, constantly. You know, like, I, I. he scored a lot on the court, but it's a little great to know that he was scoring a lot off the court, too. That's right. You know, he That's was right. just balling in the 80s. You know, everyone had AIDS in the 80s. Everyone was on coke. I don't know what his life was like, but I guarantee it was a lot better than the first two pitchers. So I will note uh, sexually transmitted diseases are a real thing. So we are we do take this uh, segment seriously when it comes to like the HIV community. Don't be silly, rap your willy kids. Exactly. But we had to we're laughing with Magic Johnson, not at Magic Johnson. He's still around. That's right. He's still doing well. 
he somehow got cured of AIDS. I know that's like not like something we should be talking about, but no one else thinks it's kind of weird that this dude has AIDS and everyone's just like, nope, he doesn't drank, anymore. I think he has to go through constant treatments and like pills and maybe it's magic. He drank uh, a baby's blood. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that shit where they say that they're like actually like stealing children from Africa and drinking their blood to stay young? Right. Uh, Have you seen Keanu Reeves? I believe it, bro. That guy looks the same. Uh, Honestly, I hope he doesn't do that, though. That'd be scary. John yeah, Wick coming and eating your child. Ugh. Well, I will I, say, um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is a note to end you know, this segment on. If you gentlemen have anything else, I'd love to hear it now. Any thoughts? You know, Any any final score? I just want to say, Greg Popovich, don't leave. Oh, to the I'm, Nets. I know a lot. I know Kyrie's been calling you. I know KD's been calling you. But you have something they don't. And it's... Four more rings than them. So don't fucking Damn. call these people, okay? Stay where you're at. <sighs> That's all I got to say. I love you, Pop. I wouldn't imagine Pop would leave. I, I just, like, I just, if he didn't retire, if anything, spur, he would retire. That's what I'm saying. Like, does he, how, what does he need? Like, does he gonna go rebuild in Boston? Like, why would he go rebuild in Boston? Yeah, Even with in KD Brooklyn, and Kyrie, they're not a fucking win now. Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn, yeah. They're yeah. not a win now team. Tim they're Duncan would definitely say some shit. Pop. Bro, if Greg Popovich has paid his price to San Antonio, but if he left and then played on another team, it would feel weird. It was like watching Tony Parker on the Hornets for a bit. Yeah. Like no one was comfortable like that. Yeah, no, definitely. That's fucking phenomenal. So I will say this might be the end of the episode right here. Uh if you're listening this long, you know, thank you for staying. I uh, do want to shout out El Paco Chips and Salsa on social media. So shout out Stay at Home Dads as well. Well, go go give them a follow. Give our Instagram a follow. It's the underscore alcoholics. We post memes daily. Dylan is doing pretty good with with the uh, the social Sports media. Sports memes on. right now. It's mainly basketball memes, but it's hilarious. Go give it a follow. Shout out Dylan. Yeah, um, go give us a follow. Follow Stay at Home Dads, guys. Thanks for listening so much. Um, peace. I hope to see y'all soon. See you at the next meeting. <laughs>